Hey there, let me guess. You want to start a podcast but don't have the time. I understand. Or you want to start a podcast but scared of the tech. I get it. Or you want to get started but don't know where to start. I hear you. Well, you're in luck, my friend, because I have a free Jumpstart Your Podcast guide that gives you a list of all the free tools I recommend. Plus, this helps you to organize your show notes, plan your episodes, plan those days you want to record for batching your content, and you get a checklist to make sure you check off all that is needed to get going and get started with podcasting. So what are you waiting for? Download the guide now and get started so your message can be heard. Just click the link in the show notes. I cannot wait to hear your first episode. Hey there, let's face it. Today's internet world is so saturated and everyone is fighting for that number one spot to be visible. It is no longer about running ads and having thousands of people on your email list. It is about building relationships and networking with others to grow your business and become visible. Hi, my name is Candice. I'm a podcast launch strategist and I help service-based business owners develop and deliver their message to the world by using platforms like podcasting and bringing valuable content to those who need to hear what they have to say. Welcome to the Hello C.S. Dorsey podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Hello C.S. Dorsey podcast. I have Caroline Carrington from Kicker Fest Pancake and Waffle Mix. Hi, Caroline. How are you doing today? Hi, Candice. Thank you for having me on your show. Yay. So I'm so excited <laughs> to have you on. So could you tell everyone who you are and what you do? I'm Carol Ann, and I created a line of pancake and waffle mixes made with natural fruits and vegetable powder. And the uniqueness about it is that they come in four flavors. We have carrot, the original, um, blueberry, beet, and pumpkin. You just add water to the mixes and they change color. So I can tell you how it was started. It happened approximately two years ago. I was juicing carrots. I wanted my son to drink some of the carrot juice and he declined. And just by intuition, I added some of the carrot juice into the pancake mix, which he had requested. And that became the process of pursuing this idea. Wow. Okay, so he requested to have the carrot juice in the mix? No, he requested pancakes. Oh, okay. Okay, gotcha. Oh, wow. I love kids. I really do because they are a lot of the reasons why a lot of things are being created and these exciting inventions that come up. So kids are definitely a huge part of, you know, a lot of things that are being created and made out there. That is so wonderful. So I know you just gave us tidbits of um, the inspiration behind starting your business, but what was that process like for you, you know, showing it, publicizing it, or maybe uh, showing to the local people or people you know about this idea you have? What was that process like for you to get it to where it is today? The process was very stressful. 
First, I'm going to say I use my savings. It's very difficult to get commercial funding from commercial banks um, because you have no revenue and they, they require, you know, revenue if you're a startup business, they require collateral. And I know many small startup business, we have just the idea. So I took my idea first to the small business development center. I had a mentor there and I posed my idea to him. He thought it was unique and he thought it was interesting. But since I had used one of the popular pancake mixes, he told me that I had to create my own pancake mix. And I was like, okay, what a challenge. I had an idea how to make a basic pancake, but my dilemma was how do I mass produce the juices of the blueberry, the carrot, the beet, and the pumpkin into the mixture. When I first started to, my intent was pursuing organic mixes. So that was another interesting process. But what assisted me in this process, I enrolled in night school, culinary school at night. And there I posed my idea to one of the culinary chefs. And he thought it was a great idea but I needed guidance because as I stayed here, I didn't, I couldn't understand how to do the juices. So he instructed me, no, you have to utilize the powder of the fruit and vegetable to come up with your mixes. And that was the initial process. So he also told me, you know, go and get samples from suppliers. So the first step was look at your your competitors labels take snapshots of them, see what ingredients are in the, the mixes. I created a spreadsheet. I researched each one. And then I started my process of making my basic pancake, requested samples from suppliers, and tried to create a great pancake mix. And that was the initial process. During that, the course of that, I, as I stated earlier, I, I started with organic intention, but through trial and error, I needed another sample of one of the ingredients in the pancake mix. And when I requested a second sample, the supplier was unable to give me it because I had received overage from one of the customer. And the minimum order quantity for that ingredients was 7,500 pounds. So as a small business person or, you know, intent on entrepreneurship, that was impossible to do. And I decided at that time to just go the regular route and avoid organic for later date. So I had to practically start the process again, getting everything, all the ingredients that were non-organic and create the mixes. So when I was able to create a mix that I was satisfied with, I tested it with friends and family to get some of their ideas. You know, I gave them a survey, what would they change, what they didn't like, and ask their opinion. And if you have friends and families like I do, they can be your worst or best critic. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yes. So... That process then led to once everything, once I was comfortable with it, 
Then the next step I did was to make contact with a lab because I'm in New Jersey. Um, FDA regulations, you have to get nutritional labels. You have to be in full compliance. You have to get your product tested. So you have, I had to look for a lab to help me in that process of labeling. And everything is expensive. So I'm not saying this to tell anyone that, you know, Oh, you can just go and do it. You have to budget, you have to save money, you have to allocate money, follow these steps. So I then thought about packaging and I had a prototype of how I want my package to look, my brand. And through attending seminars with a small business development center, I was able to connect with another entrepreneur who recommended a graphic designer. He was the one who took my idea of how I wanted my pouches to look and created it. So that was another thing. In the state of New Jersey, you need a co-packer. You cannot mix food in your household for sale to the population. So you needed a co-packer and my pancake mixer powder. So it was really challenging finding a co-packer that does powder mixes. Most co-packer, I think it was so easy to find co-packer who does liquid mixes, but powder mixes were challenging to obtain. I was fortunate to have an attorney who attends seminars and she was able to meet a co-packer in my state who decided to work with me for the product, to get the product out for distribution. But during that process, I'm going to tell you, I encountered unforeseeable events and they had financial negative impact on my bottom line. For example, one of them, my pouches, there was an error on three of the four pouches. It was in the fine print. And although I swear, or I thought I had reviewed it thoroughly, I think by reviewing it three o'clock in the morning, AM, it was an oversight. So all the first batch of pouches had to be destroyed and a reorder had to be made. So after that, I worked with my co-packer and they helped produce and created the brand. And that is basically the process of the start to the finish. I also got training. I work with my attorney. It is important to get legal representation with contracts. I know many small entrepreneurs, we are told, oh, do it yourself. I would say, especially with contracts, get legal representation. It's very important. My attorney was able to go through a couple of my contracts and had statements removed that could impact me in the long term with liability. So it may not affect you now, but when you sign that document, subsequently, two years, three years later, you may not realize that you have signed that you're liable for something that happens with a supplier or a co-packer or anything. So that would be my advice.
I love it. I I really do. So when you say like get legal advice, do you have any suggestions uh, to our listeners out there how they can actually go about finding someone maybe reputable in their area or maybe their local chamber of commerce, local city, um, how they can actually find, you know, legal advice or uh, in a sense a, a lawyer to assist when they're trying to create or have a product idea such as yourself? Yes, I started with my chambers of commerce and, try, and trying to make connections with some entrepreneurs, but I also attended small business development center seminars and webinar uh, seminars with food. And I found my my attorney at a seminar I attended, she was representing her firm and her specialty was in small business in the food industry. So not only do you just want an attorney, you want one that understands or that it is their specialty in the area you're pursuing. So it's good to network, utilize your small business administration, the SBA, the Small Business Development Center, utilize, you know, anything that your city or state provides, even women organizations, entrepreneurs organizations, and ask for guidance, ask for recommendations. Do not be afraid to ask for help because it is a process that is very demanding. It's a process that you have to overcome your fear. And I can tell you that there are times I'm still hesitant because you build confidence as you step over each hurdle, but you're capable of doing it. Yes, I love it. <laughs> so can you remember a time in your business um it could be you know when you just started out or now that things are you know kind of going where you had like a hello moment so hello moments like my light bulb moment could you remember a time when you had like a hello moment I believe my biggest hello moment was when I realized there was a niche in the market for my idea. When I gave my son the carrot pancake two years ago and he gobbled them up and requested more and had no idea that he was given carrot pancake instead of a plain pancake, that was like my biggest hello moment. And I was like, wow. Why don't we cater to kids, you know, make kids a little more inclined to eat their fruits and vegetables by camouflaging it in some of their favorite foods? Of course, they are going to add toppings to pancakes and waffles. Even adults do, but at least it gives them a healthier alternative to a plain, boring pancake. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and even some adults uh, struggle with having vegetables and eating vegetables as well when you get older. I don't know what that is. I, I love vegetables. I love it so much. But I know a lot of adults, they're like, oh, just give me the just give me the potatoes and the meat, you know. I think what you have is something not only for children, but it is definitely for a lot of adults, too, that struggle with it, you know, with eating vegetables 
vegetables just so that they can those daily nutrients in food and everything so I think that is a genius idea (laughs) well thanks a lot Candice I really appreciate that And yes, it is a moment where, you know, adults bring your kids, the children into the kitchen and help them, let them see the food and let them incorporate color and help them to be more inclined to eat alternatives, options, options are better for them, you know. And I really think it is an opportunity to also learn about other cultures or other foods. You may not want to eat a fruit or vegetable in its original content, but once you blend it or change the dynamics of it and the presentation, you'll be surprised how flavorful it is. Yes, love it. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about the marketing aspect for your products. How was it? Do you normally like market on social media or do, is it more of word of mouth or do you have someone helping you with your marketing campaigns and different things like that? Yes, my marketing campaign is primarily uh, run with the assistance of my graphic designer. There are two young gentlemen and the fact that they were able to produce the pouches with the idea I gave them and they're gorgeous. I decided to let them create my website, which they did, kickerfeast.com. And they have helped me in posting to social media, Instagram, we post pictures daily, Facebook, YouTube videos. We have two YouTube videos, one on how to even use the mix to make muffins and another one that you can view at your leisure. But yeah, social media also in fourth quarter is very expensive. So you have to be aware of your launch period and your launch, your timing. Word of mouth also utilize all connections you can do. You know, do not limit yourself when it comes to marketing. So I'll say utilize social media, utilize friends and family, utilize organizations that you, you join to promote your product. So... My question, and this is probably the last question, I don't know, because <laughs> I'm like so into this topic. So you have a mix for pancake and waffle. What is next for you? Well, right now I have four flavors. Eventually, I'd like to add some more flavors to the process. I would also like to create a gluten-free online. I have a couple of friends who require that diet. And I'd like to also get kosher certification. My supplier of the fruit and vegetable powders, he is their kosher certified. My co-packer, they're kosher certified. So I try to make sure, I would like to make sure that the whole process is kosher certified to you know, to embrace all cultures. I, I'm i sure we all love pancakes and waffles at some point. So that would be my intent. And of course, I would love to go global when the time comes. Yes. 
That would be awesome, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine being yes. on like, I don't know if she still have her show, but um, Rachel Ray, does she still have her show? I think she do. <laughs> I think she does. Yes. Yeah. Could you imagine being on there? My goodness. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely see it. I can definitely see it for you. That is so amazing. So tell everyone where they can find you. Yes. Come and be a follower, a consumer of Kicker Feast Pancake and Waffle Mix. We are online at www.kickerfeast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. We also have a YouTube and LinkedIn. So come and, you know, express yourself. Order some of our pancakes and waffles and upload your creation to our website because it's amazing how creative you can get with color and different fruits and vegetables. One of my consumers she posted waffles, pancakes with chocolate chips. And I was like, wow, I would never have thought of doing that. So please follow us. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to have to try that. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds so good and so amazing. Well, Carolyn, I'm so happy that you came on the podcast today and um, just sharing your knowledge and sharing your journey. It is amazing. You know, this is definitely going to help people out there who want to go into like maybe the food route, you know, and have an idea for people to, you know, things can be easier or better for parents out there or just people in general. So I'm so happy you came on to share your process and what it was like for you. Then that way that can give people an idea of what it's going to look like. It's probably not going to be pretty because, <laughs> you know, when you start out with certain things, things is not always pretty first starting out, but in the long run, it definitely can be beautiful. Oh, definitely. Thank you for having me, Candice. And you know what? I, I just want to tell your audience, utilize social media. The YouTube's, YouTube videos are out there to help you in the process. Research, Google anything, everything, and ask questions. Join organization. The help is out there. So don't be scared to be an entrepreneur. You have to challenge your fear in, in the direction of your dream or your goal. I love it. <laughs> hey, did you like this episode? Don't forget to subscribe and share. And also drop me a line or two. I will love to hear your feedback in the review. Thank you.